Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues today. I'm so excited about this because we're going to meet a woman goes by Huck Songs Smith. And uh, Huck is just a presence. There's no other way to say it. She's a presence. And we'll talk to her from Mount Sterling, Kentucky, after we talk a little story here about uh, something happened to me years ago. Now, years ago, I got in an accident at work where I ended up spending a month on my stomach while my back wounds were healing. I had scalded and severely burned my lower back. About two weeks into my healing, I realized I haven't had a cigarette in two weeks. That's how I quit smoking. Okay. While that nice. method worked for me, I don't suggest it for anyone else. Thank goodness, though, we've got a company called Laser Therapy South. They're located just outside of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people all over the world quit smoking, reduce stress, and alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed its own unique approach to tackle both the physiological and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success laser therapy. It's an acupuncture-based treatment that originated in Europe and Canada about 25 years ago. And your success, though, is measured immediately. Laser therapy is instantaneous. Your treatment date is also your quit date. The laser is a, a cold or a therapeutic laser. It doesn't produce heat. It doesn't cut tissue. A lot of clients actually report feeling more like having had a massage after, after the treatment. Laser Therapy South, www.lasertherapysouth.com, where all of your questions can be answered. Check them out if you want to quit smoking. Laser Therapy South, where being a quitter is a good thing. So they just call you Huck, or they call you Smitty, they call you Huck Songs. What do they call you? They just call me Huck. Um, huh? That came from my grandmother. She called me Huckleberry, well, Huckle, when I was little because uh-huh. uh, I was always barefoot and I loved, I held out to read anything until I could read and understand and comprehend all the big words in the Huckleberry Finn book. Uh-huh. Uh, I liked the illustrations on the page. And so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to read it. And um, she just said that I reminded her a lot of, uh, of old Huckleberry Finn because he was always mischievous, you know, doing something like just to, get under somebody's skin and that's yeah. kind of how i was just taking things apart you know putting them back together and so what's your real name what's your real first name my first name is holly and which holly. works out well because every day's a holly day ah Yay. that's so cute mm-hmm. well you were you were just uh you're right out of the gate i gotta just say you're just brilliant you just got stuff going on all the time uh you're such a presence on facebook that's how i promote you on the podcast i think when in talking about you like you're such a presence and there's, you just have so much energy. You're a, you're a single mom. So kudos to you to having that much energy and putting that much energy and passion into that, which you do. So congrats. congrats. Well, it's hard, you know, thank you very much. It was very difficult. Um, I had my daughter at 19, so uh-huh. it's just been she and I, you know, and we grew up together and whenever God told me to start this journey three, it's been about three years ago. Um, he, he said, forget everything that you ever thought you knew. Yeah. And that's where it started. And, you know, it was a, it was a really weird time for me because I hibernated and, you know, you're talking to, you're talking to me, 
look, I could talk to that bean pole over there and have a full conversation for over an hour. And so, <laughs> so it was, um, it was different. You know, I, um, I had never really suffered with depression. And so I didn't really know if what I was dealing with was with depression or I wasn't really depressed. It was just, uh, I need to get home because there's things I need to think about. You know, yeah. there's things like I was actually looking forward to getting off work to rush home to sit on my couch and listen to YouTube. You know, you listen to the new uh, sing, you know, uh, artist list on YouTube and just listen, you know, God had never just sat me down in a place where he just said, I just want you to be, and I want yeah. you to do nothing, but just be who you just be and just listen. And so he told me, he said, I'm calling on musicians, musicians that don't even know they're musicians will become musicians in whatever form that way may be. And they're going to come to you. He was telling me this and it was like on a, it was that still calm, quiet voice in the back of my mind. It's my yeah. mind. I'm not crazy. It's not anybody else's voice or anything. You know, right. uh, it's, it's <laughs> trust me. Cause psychologically uh, I went through all that to like, what in the world is going on here? And really it's just a waking up of an enlightenment and God has done everything that he said he was going to. Let me say that 10 out of 10. Yeah. Started off three years ago. Like I said, I didn't even know who half the artists in mainstream really were. Um, but now they're my friends and God has put me in these circles and these paths. And I just end up places where like people of influence are like, for example, I don't know how in the hell I got here, but uh, I just, my roommate now is my buddy Scott and he is uh, Brantley Gilbert's um, music tech person. Like he works on all the guitars and, and oh, wow. uh, plays with them on stage and everything. Like he just got off tour yesterday. Uh-huh. And I was going to have to go back to Louisville yesterday because I didn't have any other friends, you know, to like hang out with. And Louisville's really far from here in Corbin. It's like, yeah, three aren't hours. you closer to like Knoxville? Yes. Yes. And this is where all the musicians and everything are. And this is where everybody's been messaging me. And I don't know why they message me, man, because I can't play guitar with a crap. <laughs> <laughs> like I cord out, you know, like Dolly. And it's, it's even worse than Dolly because I, I believe Dolly can play better, much better than I. But I just, I hear how Dolly did it and yeah. I, you see, I hear how the Google dolls did it. And I hear all these musicians I've been studying. Everybody tells me Tim McGraw, all of them, you know, well, this is how he did it. This is how. So I just, I listen and I look at their careers and I say, do I want that where they are right now in their career? Because they've had such an establishment. Are yeah. they where I want to be? And some of them are, and some of them aren't. And so I just pick and pull and choose what I like. And what I'm finding as I'm doing this is that our mainstream music industry is doing things terribly wrong. Oh, yeah. Terribly wrong. And so that's the first thing God says. I don't think so. I trace back every single one of their tax forms, every single one of their everything. You can go back even on the backside. It's all one entity. It's a monopoly. Mm -hmm. Have you ever played the game Monopoly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever finished well, a game of Monopoly? No, because it gets boring, you know, it gets I boring did. just walk away. My grandmother and I devoted, I wanted to finish because I start everything I finish. Uh -huh. My grandmother and I devoted one hour per day, every single day. You finish everything you start. Four and a half years it took us to oh finish my the game of Monopoly. But I want you to know the only reason why we finished the game of Monopoly is because I came home from school one day and I realized it's Monopoly. Okay. So the only way to not have Monopoly is to communicate with one another and work together. So what my grandmother and I ended up doing is, is I'll give you this one for this one, you know, in the rules, it doesn't say you can't do that. So in the end, I had as many properties as she had, and we finished the game. Uh, and that is how it works. 
Interesting. So you, this is kind of fun. First of all, you brought up Dolly because I you sound like Dolly. You got a lot. <laughs> you got a little bit of a history like her. I mean, she brought up. She was raised in the church. You know, yeah. uh, she's from. Is she from Tennessee or Kentucky? She's from Tennessee. That's why she's got Dollywood, and I and yeah. I commend her for that. Now, yeah. Renfro Valley will never be Huck Island. Okay, <laughs> it'll always just be Renfro Valley. But I got plans for that too. So we're gonna we're gonna coincide with Dolly. I would like but to you, work. With you've her. got these these incredible stories. You've got this incredible energy and passion, and you're faith based, but yeah. you're not hammering home a gospel agenda. Every single song I've heard of yours has been secular. Yep, so, because God says we're right now in the real world, in the real life. And if you want to make sense of what's going on, you have to logically put yourself there. However, uh-huh. you also have to have your faith. And, there's and that's a way where you to- got to anchor. You got to anchor there and then go out from that. Yeah, because because, yep. uh, you know, the, the, the darkness guy is going to throw everything at you to keep oh, you he from already being is, successful. But listen, if you don't think <laughs> that just as equally as God made him. If you don't think that he didn't create, that was a rough draft. So there is a masterpiece that comes after that is equally just as stubborn, equally just as rebellious, equally just as smart and can find all the loopholes and market God because that's all Mm -hmm. the devil's been doing. He markets himself. Only the devil will market himself. God just is. And so if something just is, that's how you know it is from him. If it's not, then you know that there's some sinister. Well, guess what? If the devil was standing right here right now and I could look him in the eyeball, I'd look at him and say, you've met your match, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> watch out for that pride thing that's one of his tools you know that's right so let, pride comes before the fall let's let's talk about your music we've got a few songs we're going to talk about and the first one is called a thousand ways and first time i listened to that and i wrote it down i asked you about it but you sounded so much like not 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 mimicking but there were a lot of hints or flavors of joy williams from the civil wars in your voice now i'm a big civil wars fan so yeah. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot of women, a lot of vocalists that have a higher higher range, you know. Uh-huh. But you have a melodic flow so similar to hers that uh, I, I had to listen again. It's like, is are you, you know, are, are you covering a song or something? Because you really <laughs> no, I didn't even know that. I, I I've only saw heard just that one they did with Taylor. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. No, that's amazing. So let's talk about that song since I brought it up first. A thousand ways. Such okay. a fun, cute song. Tell okay. me about it. Where, where did it come from? And how did you write it? Did the did the phrase come to you? Did the melody come to you? What what was the evolution well, of that? It's a funny story. Um, I have all kinds of friends, you know, friends of all different kinds, musician friends and not musician friends. And um, my friend Micah, um, she recently passed, she's not here anymore, but um she uh she was she was kind of one of those people that was like, she wasn't a depressed person, but she was uh, pessimistic. She was not optimistic, mm-hmm. but she was uh, optimistically pessimist, pessimist, if that makes sense. I don't know if that's <laughs> even a thing, but essentially I wrote her a love song that was from a pessimistic point of view. So it's like, there are a thousand ways to say what love is. There are a thousand ways to tell all about it. Yeah. Um, and then it says, how can I say I'm not counting the day till I fade away anymore because now I'm sure I'm sure um, my world doesn't end every day. I'm not wishing someone would take my place because starting today, my blue skies ain't all that gray and your memory will never fade uh, because you asked me to stay and you asked me to stay. And so I stayed. So essentially it just means like my days were really sad 
and really like gloomy. And yep. now I'm not going to admit to you that I'm happy and that my skies are not sunny and bright because I don't like sunny and bright because we still don't do that. But I'm in love and I'm happy. So in their own pessimistic way, they're saying, I love you. So it was your and message really to awesome. your friend, Micah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To tell her that, you know, even though you are a little pessimistic, mm-hmm. you can still have love. That's uh, that's almost gospel-esque, you know? Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, we're going to give it a listen to right now. And our guest from Mount Sterling, Kentucky today is Huck Song Smith. And this is a song called A Thousand Ways. Smith is our guest today on the Music of America podcast. That song is called A Thousand Ways. Ladies, you don't need big promises. You need results. And Simple Beauty Retinol Moisturizer contains only the best ingredients for your skin. It doesn't contain unnecessary ingredients that may cause you further skin issues. Specifically formulated, the Retinol Moisturizer helps reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, making your skin appear younger, softer, smoother. 
powerful combinations of antioxidants like vitamin A, C, B5, and E fight premature aging by blocking DNA-damaging free radicals and promoting softness and elasticity. They contain natural ingredients like aloe vera, jojoba oil, rose water, sunflower oil, which are all great at alleviating a variety of skin conditions. Simple Beauty Retinol Moisturizer, available at simplebeautyskincare.com. It simply works. Our guest is Huck Sung Smith from Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Where do you record? Where do you play? Where do you go to jam? Where do you go to perform? Are you all over the state? Are you all over everywhere or what? Because it seems yep. like you're everywhere. It just seems like yep. you're everywhere. I am everywhere, and that's the whole plan. You know, um, I've been networking under the radar uh, with just, you know, essentially nobody put a name with a face yet. They just uh -huh. knew that there was a huck, and they knew that there was something going on. And so you hear, and then here I am. So um, essentially what I'm trying to do, well, not trying, what God's plan is, and it, it didn't actually even come all together for me until um, yesterday morning, because I didn't know what in the heck was going on. I just, <laughs> I have um, musicians, you know, they're like, I'll play, I'll play for you, you know, and, and they're, they're offering to play for free, which is amazing, by the yeah. way, which is God, the way that God told me it was going to be. And nobody believes me, but I want you to know that there are big names and there are big people out there that just literally believe in your talent and they want you to succeed if you're doing something of benefit. That's so cool. So I got so artists and, and, and so essentially what, is going to end up happening is is it's going to be under Huckleby. It's going to compete with everything out there right now because all the other entities are all one. They all go back to one. So it needs a competitor. Huckleby Inc. is going to have your actors and your actresses. It's going to have your musicians. It's going to have your singer-songwriters. It's going to have your, you know, um, your studios. It's going to, it's going to be a series of networking. And so mm -hmm essentially like the underground railroad, except for we're not hiding because we don't have anything to hide from. <laughs> you see? So it's yeah. not just me. So if you own a studio and you've got top of the line equipment, for example, there's a guy I'm talking to. His name is uh, Rand. He's in Michigan and he has over $25,000 invested in equipment in his studio. And he's not, you know, he, he just finds people and records them or whatever. Like he's doing it for fun. Mm -hmm. And, and then work in a job that he doesn't necessarily, in God's eyes, he doesn't qualify for that job. He should be doing music. And so it's like a reset. Again, it's not all yeah. me. It's just, I'm just going doing what God says, but it's all going to fall into, into line, into one. And so it's like a network of people helping each other, but still being profitable. Um, and then helping all those people to fulfill their passions. And their and their and their purpose. God only wants us to to fulfill our purpose. You know, life is happening for us, not to us. So if you feel led to be a harmony backup vocalist, then you do it. If you feel led to own a food truck because you want to make sandwiches, well, guess mm -hmm. what? There's a place for you here, homie. Because I can tell you, I lose track of all time. I'll sit in a room by myself for eight hours, not even thinking about being hungry. You know, and so we need people, those people knock on the door. Hey, guys, don't mean to interrupt, but I got you guys some food. We need that. We need that. You know, we need uh, people to help us clean. If you love to clean, people do that. They just genuinely like to clean. Not me. Nowhere in the bottom. <laughs> on the eighth so day. Is this, like is, Huck, is this like a business? Is Huck, is this like a business plan of some big, big corporation that you're building? Yeah, it's coming together. Yeah. I mean, it's all God. It's not, it's not me. Um, well, I just, I'm, I'm a 
the spirit, the spirit is from God, but the, yes. he needs people in place to do the work. You see, you know? I, uh, this is audio only. So oh, uh, sorry. I have a tattoo on my hand. It says I surrender. Uh huh. And I tattooed it right there um, on my hand, right down from my thumb. And so I don't ever forget. Even when my flesh tries to take over, even when the inside of me says, Huck, you're a big head. You can do all this all by yourself, even though you can't play guitar or do anything like that. You know, when <laughs> my flesh starts to take over, I reprimand it. I don't think so. I surrender. Uh-huh. Because things are just way easier. So who's in your network now? Because you like this, the work you sent me was all acoustic solo stuff, but mm -hmm. you wanted, like you, we mentioned that you wanted this next song to be a rock song, right? So I got some pretty cool people on the line up here. I made some pretty good friends and stuff. I don't want to like name drop any big, big names or anything, but, um, yeah. uh, well, like I said, uh, I haven't actually personally spoken to Brantley myself personally, but, we have a mutual connection. So there's kind right. of been some messages passed back and forth. Um, so probably a collaboration with Brantley Gilbert in the future, definitely a collaboration with Jelly Roll. That's already That'd be cool. That'd be really list. cool. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and there's a few others, um, Ashley Cook, you know, I've kind of been in the, in the lineup of talking to her. My, mm -hmm. my plan is to get this five EP album for myself. Cause my, my, my career is going to pave the way for all of this. It's right. it's the uh, parting of the water, like Moses, God said. And so once I do it, everyone will see and then they will follow suit. It's like setting an, a new outline or a new precedence. What's going to stop somebody else from following your business plan and doing the exact same thing? And the next thing you know, the, okay, well, what if the God is speaking to 5,000 other people doing the same he is. thing? Okay. He, he is, but it's not the same thing. See, it, it works like a factory. God doesn't want us to be the same. No two people are the same. You know right. this as well as right. I do. And so society tries to, you know, herd us in and, oh, you know, pumpkin spice, latte, you know, like they try to do all that stuff where everybody's the same. But now it's not that way. People are searching for what makes them different. Unique, They're searching yeah. for, you know, I'm bilingual. I'm half, you know, this, I'm half that. I've got this in my bloodline. I come from, you know, the genealogy and stuff, like all that stuff. If you mm -hmm. look and pull back in retrospect, it's all in preparation for God's plan. He finds good in all things. So no matter what the devil does, it's not going to work. And so, yes, God is talking to many thousands of other people. Mm -hmm. He is. And he is telling them to do things. He is laying things on their heart. He is. But no two people's jobs are going to be the same because if they are, it did not come from God, I can assure you. So you only see? one person can be a, a huck. But a lot of one people one person can, can be a huck, yes, but, but another person can be a songsmith. Can be, a can, be a it can be a Tom. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so I like like you would bring, for example, no 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 one is greater than nor less than anyone else. We all are of equal importance because it takes every single piece for it to work. You know, for example, if you have a factory, but one of your departments is shut down, you're out of business. You can't run the entire factory just because of one department. One. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the job won't be complete. And so that's what's happening. So, yeah, he is talking to a bunch of people. Speaking of work, you're a single mom. Are mm -hmm. you able to support your daughter no. on just music? No, um, I actually went to my family before I did all this and talked to my daughter first. She uh -huh. said, mommy, I know you want to sing. She was 12 and a half. 
Uh-huh. Mommy, I know you want to sing, and I know that God has has called you to do this. It's been hard. Um, she's in Indiana now, and it's the first time that she's ever been away from me oh since. I mean, I had her incubated in my belly, you know, right, and then we've right. been together ever since. Um, it's tough. I go spend a week with her. Um, about every six weeks, I'll get to go spend a week, and we talk on the phone every day. Uh-huh. Um, but I too sacrifice. You know, I sacrifice because one. I know it's going to be better for all of us in the long run. My daughter will have no problem being able to go and get an education doing whatever it is she wants to, instead of me being, you know, having a penny pinch and work two jobs trying Mm -hmm. to figure it out. You know, that was, I guess that was my question. That was my question is like, all right, so, so she's not with you. So is your only income through music then, or or do you have other work that you do? Nope. My only income is music. And, um, you know, you, uh, God will put you there. If you judge or you've cast judgment any time in your life, God will put you there. I'm very prideful. I don't ask for things. Uh-huh. And I've had to been put in a position where, you know, I'm forced to ask. And everyone knows I'm not lazy. I'm not just sitting in, on somebody's couch bumming. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got stuff going follow, on. Follow, again, follow you on Facebook, everybody. Even for five <laughs> minutes, you'll know you are not, you are not lazy. <laughs> no, no, but the financial part, you know, is is tough because yeah. um I never know where I'm gonna be. So booking, you know, is difficult. Not to mention I, I can book and I, I've done singer-songwriter things and stuff. My interest is collabing, is collaborating with as many mm-hmm. artists. I don't care if you're famous or you're not, if you're good and you want it, I want to be there and I want to be in on it because I can't play. Yeah. I'm not well, you, you know, can. I, you can. They're just. I had a buddy of mine I played with up in Peoria about about nine years ago. We got together for the first time in like twenty five years, and mm-hmm. uh, he hadn't heard me play in a long time. He says, well, "Shoot, Tom, I know you could play that good." I said, "Well, I'm still nowhere near as good as you, Keith." And he says, "Let me tell you this, Tom. There's always going to be pickers that are worse than you and gooder than you." That's right, worse <laughs> and gooder. That's worse and gooder, and I loved it. But man, but that's I tell you, motivation, you know. You but see it's also it, right, get offended, you know? but it's you also- you see it like I can do that. Yeah. I can be that good. I can be as good as I want to be. And you can, you know, I, I I tell my kids, told my kids all the time, the guy who says I can, and the guy who says I can't, they're both right. You know, right. and uh, right. so tell me about that ain't me because a quitter that ain't you. <laughs> no, that ain't me. Um, that song. I try not to Taylor Swift anybody. So that's first off, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, she did, that was her thing. Um, but I, I try to uh, tell my story uh, without implicating anyone else or uh-huh. setting a narrative for someone. And right. that's very difficult to do as a writer because people have hurt me. And I want to say this person hurt me, you know, mm-hmm. but then that puts some sort of false uh, judgment automatically in your mind where you meet that person you're and you're already on a negative report with them just by what i said yeah so i try not to do that so that ain't me that's kind of where the song came from says all i ever really wanted was to be seen by all of you and what i mean by that is the world i have something to say that that i believe is beneficial that will help and assist humanity just because we're humans and we need to do that we need to love each other the bible says one commandment in the New Testament, doesn't yep. say you have to do all that other stuff. It says, go forth in love. No matter what you do, go forth in love. And so yep. all I ever wanted to be was to be seen by all of you. Um, but all that ever happened to me was I got pushed in a corner because you didn't know what to do with me. Right? Because right. you're this little thing like I am. 
in a town that only has one stoplight. What in the hell are you supposed to do? <laughs> it's like, we know you're special and we know that you're going to do something cool. We just don't know what it is. So just sit over there in the corner for a minute till we figure it out. It's not for them to figure out. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's so where is- that song came from. It's like, I'm here. I'm me. And what you think is me, that ain't me. You better get to looking. So look look a little closer. You'll see who Huck is. That's right. Huck Song Smith is our guest today. The Music of America podcast. And the second song of hers is just that. That ain't me. Smith, our guest, Huck, and that song, That Ain't Me, on the Music of America podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Huck was talking about getting these people together that do different things, musicians, producers, et cetera, et cetera. Well, B. Normous Productions has been producing and recording music and videos for over 20 years. 
After years as a performer, the owner, then Verhoeven, decided to get back to that which he loves the most, and that's production. Under the tutelage of Jordan Valeria, he opened up his own place in Millican, Colorado. So he's got high-end instruments, high-end tools on hand to make your sound compete with your favorite records. He has one goal in mind, and that's for you to look and sound as professional as possible. So go make some records. Go make some videos and head up to Millican, Colorado. Be Normous Productions. That's BeNormousProductions.com or at Facebook. When you were talking about that, Huck, that's exactly what I thought of. This is the kind of guy you're talking about, right? That uh-huh. this is he played music for like 20 years. He got out yeah. of it because what he really dug, what he was called to do, is production and video production. And now he's he's in his groove, man. He's got people coming to him. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's doing about as well as he was when he was doing music, but he's enjoying it. And he's passionate yes. about it. And he's good. Isn't so, it funny what happens when you just follow your heart and fulfill your purpose? Yeah, that's something. So I'll be dead gone. So I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that you don't really write your music. The music comes to you from the Holy Spirit. So right, does it come to you, does it come to you first in format of lyric or format of music or what? It just depends. I've done it always and I've forced myself to learn always. Uh-huh. You know, I can write a song without a guitar, I can write a song with a guitar, I can write a melody, uh, I can do it as I go. You know, I can do it as I do it in the studio. If someone sends me an idea and five things they want me to write about, I can write you a song. I can write a song about a toaster in about three minutes and it'd be, <laughs> you know, catchy. So, like, it's just a gift. And and, and I'm not bragging or being ecotestical, that's what I call no. it, when I say that because, you know, for example, my uncle, every time you pass by, I built that house over there. I put that roof on over there. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, you know, so it's like people are proud of what they've, they've done and right. and. They other people who get offended, you know, try to talk about you. But the thing of it is, is I can't change your oil in your car. I don't know how to rebuild your transmission. I right. don't freaking even know how to drill a hole half the time or boil <laughs> water. I can make a mean bowl of cereal, but I can write you a song, you know. <laughs> so, I'm a great cook. Let me make you some Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Woo. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. You know, don't don't be arrogant, but be uh, confident in whatever it is that your calling is. Now, are you back with the church in some capacity? You know, this is a fine line. Um, Jesus went that, into by, the tabernacle. By that, I, by that, I mean like a traditional structure. You know, no, uh, I hate I hate order. traditional church and religion, and I don't mean to say the word hate because we don't. Mm-hmm. I don't hate anything. But how about I loathe? I loathe. Okay religion That's worse than hate <laughs> because it's just um religion gives you expectations ultimatums stipulatum or stipulations you know all those things of if you do this then we will or then this you know and that is not the way that it works and yeah. i can assure you i know that definitively just as jesus died on the cross so there's a lot of um perception it's just like school for example School, did you know, is proven 100% every single time not to work or be beneficial at all in any way, shape, or form. If you force children to learn things that they are not supposed to be learning or is not part of their purpose or their calling, you're just going to confuse them even more where they're running around wearing dresses when they shouldn't be or, you know, whatever. They're empaths. These children, they're empaths. They feel others' emotions. And so all they're mm-hmm. doing is getting a little bit confused. And that's okay. Because in order to know what something is, you got to know what it's not. But 
we need to stop herding people in like cattle and let them come to their own devices. You need to give people the tools and the resources necessary to fulfill the tasks that they themselves are supposed to do. You're talking, about freedom. You're, talking about freedom. You're talking about freedom here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything in this country is supposed to be free, but yet we are the most suppressed of well, all. We're, we're regulated is the word. <laughs> and they try to say that we're not, but if you go to other countries and then you realize the books available to them that are not available to us yeah. or the television shows that are available to them that are not available to us, then you start realizing that all of the things that America said and was placing blame on everyone else for doing, they in fact started doing it first. Well, let's get back to you and music. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So There's a lot you, of things. Yeah, what, it's touchy, what's, the, touchy. what's the biggest venue you've done so far to date? Um, uh, Manchester Music Hall, and and they've invited me back, so I'm going back again for uh, Jimmy Buffett's tribute. Oh, it's wow. a tribute concert! Yes, I know I get to sing Cheeseburger in Paradise with everybody. And, <laughs> How, <laughs> uh, big was that? How big was the venue? How big was the venue? It's big. Um, it holds uh like 2,500 people, I think. Wow. He said, "Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty big venue. It's pretty big deal." So. I'm excited. I got some other things coming in too that I might get to open for the opener of the opener of the big big acts. Right, right. I don't want to so, say nothing, you know, because I don't want to spill the beans. Don't want to jinx it, right? Yeah, because we all know how this stuff goes, man. You could be on top of the world one day today, go to sleep, yeah. and wake up four hours later, and everything, nothing, be the same. So you get a call tomorrow. You pick up the phone, and it's this star. And this star says, I want you to star in my movie, the movie of my life. Who would that be? Oh, that'd probably be either, which, I mean, probably Dolly. I guarantee it. It'd be Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even know, you know, that that I was that much like her um, until I started getting down in Nashville, you know, and talking to those guys. And they're like, man, you just, you know, so I'm, I can't wait to meet her. I know that's on the yeah. list and I know it's coming soon. She's she's an amazing woman. Uh, I've had the chance to meet her when I was in radio 30 years ago over the phone. I didn't meet her face to face, but yeah. we were running uh, the Music Country Radio Network in this uh, little town up in North Missouri. And I uh, got a chance to do an interview with her through another guy that was doing. He actually had her in studio. So I get to interview. It was like a three way thing. So nice. She'd, she'd ask a question. I'd ask a, or he'd ask a question. I'd ask a question. And yeah, it was really, she's just an amazing, amazing, brilliant, brilliant woman, you know? Yeah. I mean, she, she's a, uh, I, I call it a, a delegator. She's just like I am in that aspect because yeah. there's just our ability to pull back and look at thing in, things in retrospect is uncanny. But it's also uh-huh. how she motivates people, I think, because people want to do well by her. Yeah. Because they yeah. know that they, she's instilled it with them, I think, that if you do well, then I do well. So I yeah, that's, do, that's I why I wanted to do, to do everything in royalties. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. way it should be. You know, if you're working on a commission-based scale, you're more apt to put a little more pep in your step you because it's going to benefit you as well. And so if you make them, I'm the deal maker. You see, uh-huh. if you make someone a deal that they just absolutely cannot refuse, they won't refuse. That's all it is. You just have to find a way that it benefits both parties and, and in all of humanity. Now, I just had this this thought, because if, li- if somebody's listening to this podcast and they just hear us talking, they're going to say, this mm-hmm. woman's a country singer. She's just country. But you listen to your music and it's not. It's not country. It's, it's Huck. 
you know, rap. I got rap songs, yeah. I got R&B songs, you know, and not all of it's for me, obviously. I've got men. I write songs for men. Mm-hmm. I write songs for women. Uh, yeah, but all genres. The only thing I haven't done yet, and I'm still working on it, and if anybody's listening and you pray, I need you praying, folks, because the bluegrass. Oh, my goodness. I'm from here, mm. but I don't get it. It's so hard. They do <laughs> with their twiddle fingers. I can't do it, so I'm working on it. But there's <laughs> not a lot of words. I'm like, where's the words? I'm I'm the words. Where's the words? You gotta have them in bluegrass, but there's not a lot. Well, let me let me introduce you to Wayfaring Stranger. It's a bluegrass song, and it's not fast, and it's got great words to it. Good, and some of them do. You know, like Allison Krauss and such. Yeah. I'm waiting to run into her as well because, in my mind, bluegrass that's mm-hmm. that's Allison Krauss. Yeah. Now I know there's many others, and they're all great. But the one that stands out in my mind, and I think that that's going to be a very common similarity with the age groups of people, especially around my age, um, it's going to be Alison Krauss because she's the only one truly vocally that I could see that made it mainstream, you know, that that really branched them out um, successfully, but didn't change it to country. It stayed bluegrass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so... you brought up Alison Krauss, so, and you're a songwriter, so i got to share this story with you, okay? And this was uh, from a guest that I had on a couple of months ago who's a songwriter like you. He writes mm-hmm. some really, really good stuff. And uh, he said, I'd rather go down as a songwriter than a singer. And he told me this story. He said this this guy was a, a singer in Nashville, and his contract had run out, and him and his agent were sitting there, and all of a sudden his money's running out, and he's not – performing anymore and tells the agent is i don't know what to do and the agent says i know i want to i want to put the bottle to my head and pull the trigger and he wrote whiskey ah, lullaby that was it yes, that's how it I came about and that's how and now this guy made his living just on the royalties of one, one. song one, one song. song and that's what i say you know uh my my producer he called me yesterday he said huck he said no shit i'm gonna i'm gonna just cut it all out he said, you have enough good songs. And that doesn't mean all the things that I've written. He says enough good songs that if you gave every single person in the state of Kentucky 7% royalties, you would still be a billionaire. Wow. <laughs> That's God. Yeah. I can't do that. Lord have mercy. I'm not that smart. I'm a tiny, teeny, tiny person. There ain't no way in, <laughs> in, in the world I could do what I'm doing if it wasn't for big guy upstairs. You know what I mean? Somebody's watching out for you and taking care of you, sure. Oh, don't I know, and I'm grateful. <laughs> so your last song here is called Minute to be Sad. Mm-hmm. So- this is a dear, dear, near and dear to my heart. This is, um, I try not to release, you know, sad things and, and a, right. as an artist, because I want to be, I don't want to be known as anything first. I want to be known as all of it. Yeah. Singer, songwriter, right. artist, musician. I'll get the musician thing down. But, um, <laughs> you know, we're emotional creatures, any writer, any musician and women, all women are included in that. We're, uh, we're emotional. We're emotionally led. You know, you men, you deem logic, you, you, your ability to um, choose logic over emotion is envious in my opinion, because the uh, you, you really have to have to know what to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I talk a lot and I put a lot of fluff and words in there and it, it, it makes it difficult sometimes because that causes confusion. So I needed a song that did not cause confusion to let 
that didn't make people think truly that I was depressed or anything. But in that moment, at that time, I was missing my grandmother and my dog had just got run over. And my dog is literally my Phoebe. That was all she that I had, you Mm -hmm. know. And so I lost Phoebe and I was very sad. And I just wanted a song that would replicate the fact that I'm not always sad and I'm not going to be depressed and I'm not going to do something stupid. But in this moment, I need you allow me the safe space and the time to be sad. Because just as equal as you allow me to be happy all the time, I need to be able to uh, healthily be angry or healthily be sad or whatever emotion it is. You can't confine someone and tell them that they they can do this, but they can't do that. That's not fair. So I I was really trying to just showcase that, you know, where you can take a minute. You know, it doesn't have to be for a season. It's just a minute. This goes back to what you said at the very, very, very beginning about gray skies. They're not all blue. And this yeah. is a, a minute to be sad, which allows you a little sad. gray sky. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful concept. And this thank is, you. well, thank you. We get to hear it. This is Huck Song Smith. And the last song of hers we're going to listen to is called Minute to Be It's only on 
for people to listen. I know you'd be proud of who I am and all the things that I have accomplished. As I sit here on this Sometimes I just need a minute so I can sit with this and feel it all for myself. And I don't know why, but I try not to cry when this and you hurts like hell. But that's not where you are. I feel you in this guitar today. Sad on the Music of America podcast. Our guest today, Huck Song Smith. Huck, this is the section of the show we call Shameless Self Promotion. If there's anybody I've had on this show that knows about self promotion, baby, it's you. Yeah, <laughs> this is where I beg for my life. Please, no, this don't vote me is, off the island. No, I'm joking. This is this is <laughs> this is your wheelhouse. So tell me, uh, tell us how we can support you, where we can find you, your music, your merch, and uh, and help your cause. Well, I need to be helped in many ways. Um, first of all, if you could pray for me, because I know that everyone can give time because time at the end of the day is all that we have and it's all we're born with. And so how you use it is up to you. God doesn't give a shit about time, but he moves in time and through time. And so to help me would be the first thing, pray. Just just send a little shoot up a little prayer. Oh, God, I'm praying for her. She's crazy. She needs it. And so that's the first thing. <laughs> the second thing would be um, I hate money. Let me go ahead and say that. I do. However, I know it's a useful tool and resource. So you have to pay to Caesar what is Caesar's. Um, so I would ask, I have a PayPal, I have a Venmo, and I have Cash App and Facebook Pay and Apple Pay. Uh, I just accept donations. And the donations are literally for gas to get me to wherever I need to go to meet the people I need to meet. 
Um, sometimes I might use it for shampoo because I might need some shampoo. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not out here on drugs. I'm not uh, blowing your money. I'm not an alcoholic. I've been sober 11 and a half years from opiates. I pride myself on that. I help addicts. I help domestic violence abuse women. Uh, if I have it, you have it. So I feed people. If you're hungry, if I walk into a house that, you know, uh, has people that are doing drugs and I know that they've been spending their money on drugs and they haven't eaten in three days, I'm buying a pizza. You bet your ass. <laughs> or two, you know, and I don't care if I've only got just that amount of money for pizza left and no gas money to get home because God always takes care of it. So the financial part is the worst. Um, but I think that I'm getting ready to come through that as far as booking shows and things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you can find me on Apple and YouTube and Spotify and all those other platforms. Just support the music. Mainly my main platform is Facebook okay. and Word of mouth is the best marketing of all. You know, you can reshare my things and I would appreciate that. You reshare them on your timeline so everybody can see. But Huck needs to be everywhere with everyone every day. Just give a Huck. Yep, give a <laughs> Huck. And uh, if you're thinking about me, thank you. If you're praying for me, thank you. If you send me $2, thank you. If you, you know, it's whatever. It's whatever yeah. you can do in the moment. Whatever God puts on your heart. That's amazing. Good luck to you and... What a dynamo. You just have so much energy. It's so, yep. so much fun. It's so exciting. And I know, I know, I know that you're going to go someplace. And Thank uh, you. just remember us little people here that that encouraged you and prayed for you and pushed you along and had Thank faith you. in you because you've already got enough of that for yourself. I need it. It's the it's the epitome of rags to riches. You know, yeah. I need to show everyone and I'm going to come hell or high water that you do not have to come from money. You do not have to come from music. You do not have to come from a silver spoon at all. All you have to do is work hard and believe in yourself. Amen. And, and then you'll get there. If you want to help in any way, you look up Huck Song Smith on it. You can Google it. You can YouTube it. You can Facebook it. Any platform, anywhere, anytime, any place. Huck Song Smith, you'll find me. Huck, it's been a blast. So thank you so much. Huck Song Smith, our guest today on the Music of America podcast up next. We wrap up the state of Kentucky with the Willie James Gang. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.